Hello everyone and welcome to the Power Nine Podcast, the number one MTG podcast from Singapore. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts, and today I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. Anyway, this week we have a very special guest on our show. Uh, who's not here right now. In fact, we did the interview with him quite a while back. Um, and if you want to know more, just stay tuned. Uh, his name is James Politaev. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. Uh, I did the interview quite a while back. And uh, yeah, he is from Sunland Studios. He does card altars, which uh, we had an episode about it uh, not too long ago. So yeah, um... If you're new to the podcast, this is the Power Nine Podcast. Every week, we release our episodes on uh, power9podcast.com. You can find us on mtgcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher and iTunes. I'm going to drop the Stitcher soon. Uh, you can find us on all your popular podcast services, including Podcast Republic, which is one of my favorites. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. Remember to like our page and follow and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at power9podcast. And you can find us at Twitter at power9podcast. The 9 is the number 9. So, uh, I'm just going to do a very quick show this week uh, because I don't have anyone to talk to except myself, which is essentially what we do every week, except there's two of us talking to ourselves. Um, so yeah, this week uh, in my week in magic. Uh, so yeah, just nicely, you know, my phone goes off. So this week in magic, well, I've been rocking this uh, modern deck, which I, which I made. It's a blue-white vial uh, deck. I think you guys, uh, you know, you guys have been hearing quite a lot about it. Uh, if you want to know what it's all about, it's a uh, little tempo plays. You play, uh, you know, judges familiar. You play Thalia just for the taxation, and then you play a lot of bounce creatures and uh, you know, bounce creatures and detained creatures. Reflector Mage is awesome. Uh, and you run Aether Vial. Aether Vial is the thing that makes it work. Uh, of course, three mana is actually <laughs> what makes the deck work because once you get the three mana, you can cast stuff like Geist of Saint Traft. Uh, with any sort, I do not have the uh, sort of fire, uh, sort of mine and fire, fire and mine. Fire body? I don't know. Uh, but you can use any other sword and equipped on a Geist of Saint Trap is quite awesome. You can also run Geist of Saint Trap with, uh, with Worship, which is, which is just as good. Um, what else can you do? Right, you can cast uh, Lee of Sky Knights. Uh, they're great for detaining. And remember, Lee of Sky Knights detain not only creatures, but non-land permanents uh, that your opponents control. Uh, so you can detain uh, what you call it uh, you can detain planeswalkers as well as uh, if your opponent if you're playing the the mirror match you can also detain his uh, uh, what's that thing called a the vow right uh, you also play flicker wisps uh, and the 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 cool part about the deck I would have to say is actually 
the uh, Eldrazi Displacer. And the deck runs a few colorless sources, including a Wastes, in case uh, one of your creatures get pa- gets path to exile. Uh, so yeah, that was my week in Magic. I went for the Modern Tournament on Wednesdays, uh, and you know I three zero the tournament. It was it was great. It was fun to play. This deck is really awesome. Go try it out for yourselves. Uh, if you are wondering where you can find it, you can go to tappedout.net uh, slash and look for the uh, look for the guy called Says Mickey. S e i z m a k k i. So yeah. Ah uh, man, I can't bring it up right now. What's up with this? Oh no no, it's seismic. S e i z m i k. I think. Oh well, whatever. You can find it. Uh so that was my week in magic. Didn't do very much. Uh, playing with a new Tazri deck, which is very very fun. Uh, Tazri's first ability should not be, um, should not be understated. It is quite awesome. The minute he lands on the battlefield and you get to search out your deck for the most relevant thing uh, at the moment is quite, uh, is, is quite a play. Uh, so this week, there's been quite a lot of news. Um, let's go through the first piece. New FNM promos out from March to uh, May. So March's one is Smash to Smithereens, something that's in standard right now. Not being played too much, uh, but still it's a relevant card. Um, as we head into Shadows over Innistrad, I don't see this being a powerhouse. We don't see a lot of artifacts in standard right now. But uh, still very nice. I like that the art is a goblin. Uh, it's Zada, in fact, of Slap Haven. And uh, basically, he's breaking hadrons. Nice. Uh, in April, there's a uh, Blighted Fan. It looks very, very pretty. I want to see a foil version of this. Like all the smoke kind of uh, kind of looks like it should be highlighted and maybe the water is highlighted with all the uh, waste products in the lands probably dulled out I like that card I like it a lot I like it a lot uh, one great thing about uh, Edwin not being here or any other uh, guests not being here is that I get to make all the weird weird sound bites excellent uh, yeah I don't think I do Mr. Burns very well. Smithers? Um, and finally, in May, we have Goblin Warchief, which is... What? Goblin Warchief? Where is this from? Uh, is this in anticipation for, you know, for Eternal Masters? Is this for Conspiracy 2, which we'll get to in a while? Uh, you know, I have no clue. Goblin Warchief. This is a very cool card. Or goblin spells you control cost one less to cast. And uh, goblin creatures you control have haste. This is being played in Legacy. So, what's it doing here, I wonder? <laughs> uh, it doesn't really coincide with, um, with Eternal Masters at all. So, Eternal Masters is in June. What's this doing here? Maybe it's coming out in Shadows over Innistrad. 
Oh well. Uh, so let's go through the other pieces of news news that came out this week. Uh, they were also announcing Conspiracy Two, which was very fun to watch as uh, Brago took the crown and then uh, Machesa took the crown, and you know we had no idea what was happening, uh, which was very fun. Uh, but uh, Conspiracy 2 is going to be called Conspiracy Take the Crown. So it's going to be passed around a lot, I bet. Uh, it's going to have the same mechanics as... Uh, it's going to have some of the same mechanics as Conspiracy 1. So we're going to have uh, Conspiracies, which is great. Uh, we're going to have weird drafty, you know, draft face-up cards, which are awesome. Uh, yeah, we're, we're probably going to get new versions of the legends uh and closer to the date we'll probably do a law episode about conspiracy and why there are you know there's machesa there's brago there's uh what's the oh man what's the red black guy you know they're, they're all all of these guys are uh, fighting for the crown and uh, where does Dak Faden step into all of this maybe we'll get a new version of Dak Faden dealt will be really awesome um on top of that uh mtg uh sorry ultra pro has their new john avon playmats i like it i really like it a lot uh they finally got the rights or i yeah i guess the permission to reprint John Avon's artwork on playmats and uh, John Avon well he does a lot of cards in magic but I think what he's most famous for are the uh, full art lands from Unhinged uh, the full art lands from Zendika uh, basically his lands in general they are beautiful like his his artwork is beautiful I'm not saying uh, other artists uh, you know their artwork is not that nice but yeah his artwork is pretty good um so yeah look forward to that they say you know right now they're just mock-ups uh you can find it you can find some pictures on tcgplayer.com their facebook you know their facebook and their instagram has has some stuff uh and finally there's a tweet by aaron forsyth this week uh, and he says the Eldrazi have left huge footprints on modern, but we aren't issuing any emergency bans. And emergency is in uh, inverted commas. We'll assess everything on the normal timeline. Hmm, what the hell does this mean? Uh, so yeah, we're we're kind of guessing, you know. Eldrazi, I mean, we're seeing Eldrazi modern everywhere. It's beating hard. Uh, that Eye of Ugin is just unfair. It is excess mana. On turn one, you can have three creatures on the battlefield and you can win the game uh, practically on turn three. You know, so it's not a... It's, uh, it's sometimes not a very fun deck to play against. In fact, in most times, it's not a very fun deck to play against. Uh, I play, you know, right now I'm rocking the blue-white, uh, blue-white uh, blue Aethervile deck. And uh, once in a while, I get lucky enough to, uh, you know, to out-aggro them or to out-tempo them. Um, but, man, that deck is, that deck is sick. 
So uh, for those of you who are, you know, having a hard time dealing with Eldrazi's, well, you're going to have to, you know, just bite your tongue and just keep playing because uh, they're not going to have any bans anytime soon. Uh, I foresee it, uh, you know, I don't foresee them banning it in the next, uh, you know, in the next set when Shadows, o- uh, Shadows Over Innistrad comes out. Um they say everything on the normal timeline, they usually do modern bands uh, at the beginning of the Pro Tour, uh, you know, a few weeks prior to the Pro Tour that's in January. So you got to wait about a year. Uh, I'll be surprised, but I won't be, uh, no, I won't be surprised if they come out with a ban sometime, you know, in the next few months. So who knows? Aaron Forsyth, please tell us what you mean. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for this week. Um, we've got an interview with uh, James Politaev again. I I hope I'm I really hope I'm saying it right. Uh, he's Russian, but he's from uh, he's from New Jersey, and he does card art. Uh, and if you missed our previous episode on uh, alters uh, altered art, you know, go visit that. Um, I think it's a few episodes ago Altered reality Altered art reality uh, Without further ado Here's the interview with James Hello everyone And welcome back to a very special segment Of the Power9 Podcast This week we have a guest on our show That we don't usually have uh, he's all the way from New Jersey in uh, in America, America, and uh, he runs this place called Sunland Studios. You might have heard of it. Uh, let me welcome to the show James uh, Politaev, uh, or rather, just Jim. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for coming on. Hey. I yeah, we you know. Um, We've been looking into a lot of card altars these days, and uh, yeah, would love to would love to hear your side of things uh, over there in the states. Yeah, no, I'm I'm ready to talk about everything you want to know. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we begin, let the people know uh, at home know who you are, where you're from, and uh, you know why did you get into card altering in the first place. Yeah, so um, my name is uh, Jim, uh, and uh, I run uh, Sunland Studios. It's a card-altering service. We supply the uh, Central Jersey area and Rutgers University. Um, So, I mean, it's it's a huge area. I I have my products in um, a couple of uh, maybe like five or six local stores in our area. Um, and we're pretty big on um, Instagram, uh, Sunland Studios on Instagram, and so uh, we get commissions through that as well in our Facebook page. Um, yeah, we're we're in New Jersey. Um, I actually just yesterday did a an altar for somebody in Belgium, and shipped. What? Yeah, it was really cool. They shipped me. A, uh, they saw a card on my on my page. It was Benster Shaper Savant. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. I uh, I'm on your Facebook page right now. Yes, there's a full art of uh, Vencer. 
Oh, it's yeah. pretty. Oh man, that's pretty neat. You added in the you added in the details for his spell casting. Yeah, yeah, Is that's that right? what the guy asked me. Yeah. Oh, okay. He like, he was like, "Listen, I want Venser, but I want Venser in a cool position in like a cave. I want some spells slinging around." And I, I, I was like, "I got you." I read his mind, and then <laughs> and so I shipped it to him. So hopefully he hears this, and then you know. Likes the like the finished product. <laughs> it's coming! It's coming! Yeah. <laughs> don't you don't have to worry. Uh oh, it looks it looks pretty sweet. I uh, although I I would it would have been really funny if the instead of the squares that are uh, that run his um his spell casting uh circle would be like alphabets, like just the alphabet A B C D E F G all the yeah. way through. <laughs> yeah, my friend actually. That's that's really cool. My friend also suggested. You know, um, it, you know how in Pokemon there's the unknowns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another idea. Maybe like have the unknowns floating around him. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right, so that's um, Sunland Studios. Uh, how many people? Uh, is it just you who's doing the altering? Um. Well, I I get help from from a couple people but usually uh yeah it's just me i do i do the vast majority of the work so like i would say 90 percent of it is me okay uh all right so who usually uh, approaches you for the card alters is it uh you know usually commander players legacy modern i don't you know i don't think uh there's a lot of uh demand for standard card alters are there yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, since Standard rotates so quickly, like, nobody really has, like, really strong connections, unless they're, like, some really cool reprints. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There, there are some in BFZ, but you, you get the point. Like, it's not, not so much Standard, but I get a lot of, um, I get a lot of Commander and a lot of Modern, because Modern is a really, really popular format in uh-huh. Central Jersey. There's, like, always, like, PPTQs going on and IQs and all this type of stuff. So, um, before, like for example, before the twin ban, I probably did like twenty sets of pestermites. Like <laughs> twenty yeah, play like, sets. We're talking about play sets, right? Not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like wow. eighty pestermites in my time. I've, I've, I've altered. Like, you know, I mean. <laughs> And now, yeah. and now, unfortunately, well, I I guess you would have been you would have been damn good at that. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> after maybe after you know five play sets in, I think you like perfected it and you know started. Uh, you yeah, probably yeah. have a you probably have a print. Uh, what's one well, of those those printing presses? <laughs> just to um, you know. Yeah, yeah, like just just computer. Robotized, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. put it, just put it into the machine. You you press down, and they're like, oh, it comes out. You know, it already. Yeah. No, I wish, I wish there was a machine like that, man. Like, <laughs> all of every single alter. Like, I'm, I'm currently altering somebody's entire modern deck. So, oh. like, seventy five cards, you know, plus five tokens, and every single card by hand. You know, <sighs> man, that is, uh, that sounds like quite a pain. And here's the thing, like. Your, your alters seem to be more of a art extension rather than uh, replacing the art altogether. Um, you know, sometimes, most of the time, the ones that 
the ones that I really like, the ones that really come out looking crisp are, are those extensions because whenever somebody asks you to replace the art, it's like usually like an inside joke or I don't know, like um, a couple friends of mine, they asked me to get like, um, you know, like matching Dragon Ball Z characters on their uh-huh. commands. They all play commander with each other, you know, but in general, oh, for example, um, on my on my page, you know, the Argothian Enchantress uh, um, yes. for Legacy, um, a friend of mine asked me to do one Argothian Enchantress for each season. So we have one in the spring, one in the winter, one in the summer, and one in the fall. So I sort of like changed it around some of the uh, some of the art in the in the actual card and, and made it look, you know, winter theme or or spring or fall with, you know, leaves falling and all that stuff. So. Sometimes when 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 the customer asks like can you completely change the art around I'll do it like and sometimes just a little bit sometimes like um, I'm I'm gonna upload a on my in, it, there's there's one on my Instagram mm-hmm. but I haven't put it on my Facebook there's um somebody but, asked for an altar of dispel but <laughs> and it's a uh, wow that's cute uh what's the what's the art style though I I yeah I'm, it's like uh it's like I didn't extend the art at all. It's just within the art box itself. Uh-huh. I completely just, you know, made it like blue and and then painted like Picasso's like blue woman during his blue period. Yeah, that's what okay. That's why I was I I did go to the Picasso museum. I was trying to figure out like where have I seen this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> that's really yeah. cute. I love the hand that comes out like on the yeah. <laughs> Right, because you know, side. you know that art. That's the Ravnica art, and in that art, it's like the there's like a Murfol guy, and he's just kind of waving away a spell, like he's just dispelling it, like with oh, yeah, heat, yeah. You know, so <laughs> I stuck the hand in. Yeah, it would be re- uh, yeah, it would be really funny if the hands like coming up from the bottom. So it's like it's her oh, casting yeah. the spell, and yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, randomly there's a hand like oh. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. Uh, I see some toys that you have on your uh, on your Instagram page. Uh, yeah. Do you do you actually, actually paint the toys? Yeah. So um, there. So um, Funko Pop creates um, like these custom blank Funko Pop models, oh. and what okay. I do is this is like I, I've done it. I've done it for a bunch of my friends. I made a Borborigmos actually recently for a friend of mine. Um, basically, like. Well, actually, you know what? I shouldn't have said that because that was a surprise for him. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, when, when are you going to gift him the gift right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but um, anyway, so you you take these blank Funko Pops and then like with paper mache and like um like modeling glue and spray paint and all this stuff, you can you can really just like make your own Funko Pop model because the ones for Magic, there's only like a Johnny. And Liliana and Jace, like, you know, the, the standard planeswalkers, but they don't have, like, specific, you know, specific models and characters and stuff. So, yep. so if you want to make, like, a specific one, you got you to gotta get the blank, and then you got to, you know, edit those, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've made a Boborigmos. I'm trying to imagine what it could look like, though, with, like, an extremely large head and a very yeah, small body. Yeah, yeah upload it once i give it to him i'm gonna go upload a photo and it's uh so it's the same like normal big head small body like the bobble funko pop you know models 
yeah. but then he's got he's got these tiny cute little horns he's got this like cute little goatee he's holding like a trunk of a tree because he's you know he's a giant cyclops so like his weapon is actually like a giant tree you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really cute yeah <laughs> okay uh so uh yeah so i mean when did you when did you start sunland studios and uh maybe when did you uh, i i don't know if you do play magic or not i believe you do uh yeah. so yeah maybe let's start with uh when you started playing magic and like why uh when you started sunland studios and like why yeah yeah actually probably <laughs> a good 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 question good question um i started playing back in um Kamigawa, which is I think 2000 and uh, man, 2000, 2004 or 2005, something yeah. like. Um, I played in I played in like Kamigawa, and that was also like there was Cold Snap cards available and like Dark Steel cards around that point. So like, I, I was playing like back back in those days, like Darien King of Keldor, which is actually a really cool EDH deck. Um, oh yeah, deck. that's uh, my friend has a Darien deck. It's it's quite it's quite fun. Yeah, because like you don't understand why he's doing damage to himself, and yeah, then you're exactly. being like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's this land that produces three colors, uh, you know, three mana of any color, but you're producing white in a mono white deck. Why? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then when they go off, like once you cast Darian, like you go off in your infinite combo, like people just look at you and like, "Oh, oh." oh. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need the infinite combos. Otherwise, your commander game will like be three hours and it's yeah, just a mess that's so, true uh we've but, uh, got a we've got a friend who plays uh child of alara so uh you know yeah. he started complaining like man your deck has way too many infinite combos so he started taking them out and once he took <laughs> all of them out we realized okay your deck has no way to kill us yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i actually i wanted to I like my favorite favorite like commander is Carador, the ghost chieftain. Oh yeah, and you have a you have an altar of him, I think. Yeah, the, uh... yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, and and so um, he's he's a he's a fantastic general. But everybody always tells me, listen, you make a Carador deck, you got to put combos in it. And I was so <laughs> like against doing it because you know you don't want to. You don't want to. You want to just play like a fair game, maybe birthing pod but like no combos just kind of like have a have like a you know one after the other like one mana bigger creature to to play but um eventually like i would just get blown away by some of the people that i would play against so you know i put in the the revel arc sun titan karma god combo whatever uh, yeah. but um yeah no i i totally get it like combos Anyway, combos anyway. do help to you know help to end the game uh i generally don't play with uh i generally don't play with combos um or when I do, and if it goes off, uh, the next game I will take it out. Like yeah. I, I, I have to play one game, and then it goes off, and like yeah, okay, well, I'm I'm happy, I'm satisfied. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I checked the checked it off my list. Uh, yeah. So when but did anyway, you start? So... Uh, yeah. So when did you start a uh, Sunland Studios then? Yeah. So so um, but I so I've yeah I've been playing for a while, but um. I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm graduating college right now. And, and I, I was looking, so one day I was just sitting there. Um, and, and I got to give a shout out to, to my friend, Martin, Marty, because I saw, you know, the card, you know, the card Fiend Hunter from Innistrad. Uh, I think it's Innistrad. Yes. Uh, Fiend Hunter is, is from Innistrad. Yes. Yeah. yeah I like, know that card very well. I, 
yeah, super super good in, in Commander, you know, just, just overall, like, you know, decent card. And and he took, Fiend Hunter has a cape, and he, and he took a Sharpie, and he colored that cape, like, I don't remember, bright red or bright blue. <laughs> and it, and he, made it, he made it look so cool, and, and I was like, wow, okay. So the next day I went out, and I bought myself, like, a set of multicolored Sharpies, and I, like, sat down, and, and I took a card, and I, and I tried a Sharpie on it, and it came out looking awful. And so I was like, all right, this isn't the right way to do it. So uh, then I, I, I did like some searching on online and YouTube videos and stuff. But eventually I got to to, to, to a place and, and they were like, you got to use paint. So mm-hmm. luckily I, I play like tabletop miniature games. I've played in the past and I, and I have a whole collection of paints. So I started like making my own like homebrew paint with like a little bit of ink added, a little bit of water. You sort of create your own like this, you know, your own uh, little home homemade paints, and I and I sat down and I started altering. I, I was playing my commander deck at the time it was Asperia, the the newer Asperia from Asperia? Return of Ra- Uh, that's the the one where uh you you oh man you draw a card yeah when you get attacked yeah when somebody attacks you you draw oh yeah 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 okay okay so uh, like you judge, don't wanna, yeah. it's like really political like you don't want to you know you like you play it and you're like well don't attack me you know because then i get <laughs> to draw, draw cards, like, man. Final. yeah exactly and then you just sit there like not really do much but anyway um so that was my commander at the time and asperia has a foil and on a college budget, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to shell out for a foil. So I sat down and I was like, all right, let me see if I can make this unique. And 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 honestly, at this point, and I'm not, I'm not biased at all. I do have my own altering business, but I'm not biased whatsoever. Like I honestly feel like in certain situations, alters just look better than the foil or promo versions of the cards. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I got like, there's some cards out there, the promos look beautiful um uh-huh. all the legacy land promo judge promos like urborg foil like you if you have 60 bucks go get the urborg foil like from planar chaos if you have the money like it's it's a great beautiful beautiful card mm-hmm. but with asperia you know i figured why not i'll give it a try that was my first ever altar came out pr- horrendous i'm not even gonna i'm <laughs> never gonna show it to anybody because it was just <laughs> awful that but, was that was the first try though. That was like yeah, uh, yeah. Luckily, I had like four copies of the card because it was my favorite card at the time. Um, <laughs> we'll but, try um, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But the third altar I ever did actually was a commission because between my first altar that I ever did and my third altar, I improved like so much. Like if you go on my um, Instagram page, the Yavimaya Coast is mm-hmm. the third altar I've ever done. Wow, and you still have the card. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you it was still a have the first? Do you still have the first one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was it was a commission for a friend of mine, and he like looks at it and he's like, "Wow, like how did, like this is incredible. This is so professional." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I did it last night. It was like third try or something like that." <laughs> it's it so just, bright though. Like I I like the colors. It really pops out. The thanks. Um, yeah, the thank you. Thank you. And, and, and so after that point, I was like, man, like this is something that I really, really love doing. And people are starting to ask me to do this. So I started off, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for my friends, you know, my, my college friends. I want to do it for like 10 bucks a card, you know, just super whatever. And I actually, I, I stuck to that. Like my rates, like, you know, we're, I, I do like 
a playset for like 40 for 45 between 40 uh 40 to 45 dollars a play set of cards like you won't you know what i mean like i i i'm part of all their altering forums online and and then people post there all the time and it's just like hundreds of dollars so my original intention with this stuff was to was to make it like easily accessible to everybody who wanted an altar just like you know quick not not even quick just because i take i take my time with them but kind of just like in the area if anybody wants an altar they just like get it a week later you know i make it it's for convenient them. for them right yeah exactly and that and that over time became like this big thing i, I started a facebook page and, and 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 my girlfriend was like oh we'll start an instagram page and then and then from there it just it just like blew up like emails all the time from like i'm telling you like from belgium like i belgium i i, I just shipped you know, it's like all the, like it, it blew up. I can't even, I can't even, you know, it, I can't, I can't explain like how, how big it got from like literally just me sitting in, in, in my bedroom, just kind of sharpieing some like, I don't know, sunblast angel. Like, Oh, I wonder how this will look, you know? Do you <laughs> have like a specialized studio right now for all your altars? Um, yeah, I, it's, it's like, I'm 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 transitioning to to something like that now. I'm sort of like halfway between moving up from just like my bedroom, but I'm not I'm not I'm not I haven't really committed fully to to a big studio area yet. Kind of just kind of working up to that. But I, I definitely have like a this area where I sit down and I just like have this like dedicated desk space to to the altars. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh. So. Let's say when you start a when you start a commission, uh, like what what usually happens? Does the customer usually suggest the type of altar, or do you suggest it to the to the customer? Um. So what people do is, I mean, they come to me, and like eighty five percent of the time, they'll be like, they'll have an idea. So they'll be like, hey, listen, I have a place of vampire nighthawk. Make him look like Batman. And I'll be like, all right, done. No problem. You don't even have to pay me for this. This is great. This is an amazing idea, you know? And then, and then other times, like the, the other 15% is going to be people who come to me and they're like, I, for example, on my Instagram page, the latest one I uploaded, I think it was like Mogus, right? That's uh, yeah. a real EDH right. commander. And Mogus and EDH is, if you know, it's like a prison deck, like, you have like blood moons and enchantments that make everybody sacrifice things and like mm-hmm. discard your hand and it's like very like slow grindy prison type match. It's a fun police deck. Oh, maybe exactly. not fun police. Yeah. It's a yeah, it's a prison type deck. Yeah. Yeah. So so he was like, listen, I I want Mogus. I want an altered Mogus, but I have no idea like what to 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 do it about. Like, use your artistic judgment. And so I made Mogus, but in the background, I made a Blood Moon. Because I know he has Blood Moon in his deck. Like, every Mogus EDH has to have a Blood Moon. Yep. So, you know, and, 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 and sort of, like, incorporated that element into the deck, and into the card, and, and, and he loved it. And, you know, that's, that's the type of stuff that, that is actually, like, I want to say, between you and me, like, the most fun. When, when people just come to you and say, listen, I'm going to give you just artistically way do what you want with it and then and then that's when it really comes out like really cool because i'll have like i'll just be sitting there and i'll, I'll be looking at the card 
and then like an idea will hit me and I'll just be like, oh my god. I like yeah. that. I like that you delved into the guy's deck to figure out like what needs to go into you know Mogis. I think only players. I get. I guess like uh, you know. I I I suppose you play a lot of commander as well since. Uh, yeah, I play modern and commander. A little bit of standard, hardly any legacy. So no. So <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Like I think uh, when you're playing the game. Like you get the you get the context of uh, of what needs to go in the art. For example, you were talking about uh, uh, Pestamite, right? I would have imagined that one of the versions of Pestamite would be a few other Pestamites in the background. Uh, yeah, about to yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're what? Yeah, like you're you're one hundred percent correct because like you can't do an altar if you don't know what it is that you're altering it and, and why you're altering it, what you're altering it for. Mm. You know, like so for example, a perfect example, I might you know what? After this I might just upload this photo, but it's a it's a pestermite that I did, but <laughs> it was just like it's like it's like on 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 like a like a scroll piece of paper. Um so that's the altar. It's like on a scroll. Okay. And it's a picture of the pestermite. And then there's like little details like, you know, um tap to like turn left like the little tap icon i drew uh -huh. and like tap it and create more when paired <laughs> with uh you know twin, Twitter twin. <laughs> and it looks it looks like it looks like a blueprint for for how to how to how to play that game how to play yeah. that deck right like yeah, yeah yeah if you just picked up the deck and you were looking at it like mm, okay so yeah I, it's like what do i do yeah i i turn this to the right and then uh, I make a million pestermites. Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> I, I would have loved if the the four copies of Splinter Twin, uh, they had instead of the human, uh, the human twins, like you have a pestermite for one, uh, left and right, and you have a uh, uh, deceiver exarch for one. Yeah. Know, and they all have like all the different creatures that you can go off with. Uh, pestermite, deceiver. Uh, what's uh? Who's the other creature? Yeah, I think uh, Village Bell Ringer. Ah, uh, yeah, Village Bell Ringer. I can't remember. There's four creatures that you can that you can go off with, uh, with uh, Splinter Twin. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. quite cute. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, before we wrap up, so any artists that you that you look up to, uh, you know, uh, be it card alter, you know, other card alter artists or you know, illustrators in the game or illustrators outside the game. Um, honestly, I, so I'm part of this like altering like community online and, um, I really, I don't know the guy's name exactly, but it, uh, it's like M I B. I think it stands for something like that. Um, mm -hmm. his altars, like he's got this really unique style where all of his altars are like cartoony kind of, they're like, they're like weird, like parody almost like, uh, like for example, um, he did Amogus as well, but he made it like. He made Mogus like a fat, like cartoon looking, like fat, cute Minotaur Mogus holding like a little tiny axe, like, you know, super, <laughs> super cute, super cool. Um, uh, that was chibi really cool. Style. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like chibi. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just got to say, like, he, I'm sure he's been doing it for, for a really long time. And, and I'm, I'm, I, I look up to them like tremendously. I've been only doing this for, I want to say, like uh, half a year. Uh, okay. More than that. So, 
I definitely, I definitely have like still, you know, I'm, I'm constantly, constantly working and constantly like trying to, to create like the best, you know, product I can. And, and then, so everybody, you know, and the other thing too, like all alters have their own like unique style. I like my color blending. I, I love to blend the colors and I like to kind of like make it pop and, and look very unique and, and, and beautiful. But I mean, there's some altruists like who have that chibi style. There's some altruists who just, who, 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 I've, I've seen so many beautiful altruists with like soul ring and like a galactic background. Like that's something that I've never even really tried and, and, hmm. and looked beautiful, you know? Um, and within, within magic itself, like what, 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 what cards, um, you know, what, what, what artists are, um, you know, great, um, the late Christopher Rush, you know, oh, like, man. yeah, like, the, it's just, yeah, yeah it's just, it, I mean, first of all, like, you know, amazing, amazing artist, mm-hmm. like original, like OG original. <laughs> he's all, been there all, from the start. I mean, like he's exactly like lightning, like my, my friend was, was upset because he's got beta lightning bolts and he didn't, he didn't get the chance to sign them oh, to get them goodness. signed by, by Christopher Rush. And, and, you know, he uh, unfortunately can't, and 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 it's just, it's just like it's unfortunate, man. Lightning, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you look at Lightning Bolt, like picture it, like back in 19, 1990, whatever, nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety nine, like this was, this was a, a, a really, really beautiful piece of art compared to like some of the other like really weird, like janky looking, you know, cards that were coming out at the time, and then and this beautiful Lightning Bolt, like lighting up the sky around snow-covered mountains and snow-covered people. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful card. Yeah. I, I, back then, I, and that's the thing, like back then, everything was, uh, everything was on canvas, you know. Uh, they would have yeah. it on canvas and then scan it in, uh, you know. Uh, but I guess times have changed. Uh, one of my uh, more, f- I guess, uh, more favorite artists is uh, Jason Chan. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Jace Mind Sculptor, uh, what Deathless Angel? I think that's what the name is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Very, you know, it's it's well, it's a good meld of uh, digital and um and uh, uh paint. Therese Nelson. Therese Nelson is uh interesting. I like her. <laughs> I like her art. Like she made the transition. I mean, she's been there for since forever. And she yeah. made the transition from uh, hand painted to digital, and her digital stuff are really out there, man. Uh, yeah, you know, Descendants I agree. Path is a good example. Yeah, I mean, and and, and um, you know the 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 Rebecca Gway promo, uh, Path to Exile. Uh, oh, oh man! Now I gotta look it up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rebecca Gway, like. Beautiful, beautiful alter uh, artist, um, and and it's just all of her art focuses around like these beautiful kind of like medieval looking style. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know, I know this. Oh man, this is nice. Right? Yeah. yeah right. It, it's it's very strange. Her her. Uh, she's no longer with Wizards, I believe. Uh, but you know, her art is has these solid lines. But it's very soft. I I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know when she did uh, Wood Elves, I think the Wood Elves, uh, the 
normal version, the Portal Portals Three Kingdoms version, and the promo, they all look so sweet. Like yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And 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 Jason Chan, I just you mentioned Jason Chan. Like literally, I think at one point half of my deck, half of my commander deck mm-hmm. for um, I had a at a Kalia deck. Half of it was just cards by Jason Chan. Like, it's a Angelic Jason Force. Chan team deck. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Arcana of Justice, Abyssin. Abyssin's so beautiful. Like, um, I just, just, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, you named, you named like the best in in in, in the game, if you will. Like, they're, they're, uh, yeah. Jason Chan, Desecration Demon, right? Like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Just elevated. Oh man, that's another beautiful card. Yeah, no, I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Uh, okay, so, uh, all right. So, what's the weirdest altar, or what's your favorite altar so far, and what's the weirdest one that you have, uh, that you've done? Um, my favorite altar. Ooh, that I mean, I, that's tough. I I I do I do so many, and, and I like them. All. I don't. I, uh, Actually, you know what? Uh, all right, my favorite altar, I gotta say, is, is a tie. I did Zergo Helm Smasher for my friend, okay, um, and for his EDH deck. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about all these EDH cards. I do, I do modern stuff too, but a lot of the really fun stuff comes from EDH. He, you know, Zergo is like, you, 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 you. The whole point of the deck is you get Zergo out on the field, then you get World Slayer out, and oh yeah, destroy just- everything. <laughs> yeah so so i altered zergo like you know border extension then i put the world slayer into his hand and then i finished it off my friend wears always just whenever you see him he'll always have this black beanie hat on with like neon <laughs> green stripes so i add this little tiny beanie to this giant orc warrior like charging into battle with the world slayer and he's wearing this like <laughs> tiny little beanie, and it's just it's it's perfectly positioned. It's just perfect for my friend, and and he loves it. And and that was it's a tie between that and a card from Kamigawa, uh, mm-hmm. Shinka, the Blood So Keep. Shinka, okay, yeah. Yeah, I did. It's a, it's a legendary land. It's it's beautiful, and I did it for my friend. Uh, it's in his Ural deck, um, and I wrote. I, I used like all these Japanese characters mm-hmm. on the side. Like I probably like completely butchered them, you know, and, and, and uh, just I, I don't I don't I don't think that grammatically I made much sense. But <laughs> you know, just it, it, it looks really, really cool and um, that was definitely my favorite one. My, the weirdest one that I've ever done, um, I gotta oh, I um I, I did an Elish Norn for mm-hmm. a friend of mine, and for I think his modern deck, but I, I I don't know I don't know where he's using now. And on the bottom, I wrote in New Phyrexian a message for him. Oh, and, what does the message read? I I see the card. It's in your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually not gonna say what the message reads, but oh, okay, um, is it something yeah. that we can't air? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just, you know, it's um, I, yeah, it's it's a secret message that like. You know, I don't know if anybody reads New Phyrexian, but but if you did, you would get a. It, it would be really funny if you if you if you looked at it and and you, uh, you, knew, you knew anything about it. It was definitely. I'm like, going to I'm going to translate it, and uh, for those of you listening at home, go on to uh, the Sunland Sunland Studios in, Instagram 
and go translate it as well. I I'm I'm very curious to find out. Uh, I love that you have a uh, sorry. No, no, I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I love that you have a expedition map. I just realized it was an expedition map. I I I saw a card with uh with a map, literally a map, uh with a skull and an X on it and a north star. Uh, yeah. And I just Thank realized you, it's yeah. an expedition map. <laughs> yeah, there's actually um I'm gonna after this I'm gonna upload the other three. It's one expedition map, and then there's two. Uh, there's three more because it was for a friend's Tron deck. Do they connect um, up to Potter- find? To yeah, form and they a connect up map? and make. A map. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, so so far, I mean, uh, so far has anybody ever asked you to do anything lewd or you know X-rated or triple X on their cards? Um, honestly, and I don't, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it, but a lot of the female characters of Magic the Gathering Universe, like, you know, Kalia, Elish Norn, a lot of people, a lot of times people ask, you know, to make them look, um, like these, like, beautiful or like, you know, like, you know, make them look sexy or, or, right, yeah, like, like really make them, um, look like, I don't want to say caricatures, but, you know, just like, Really, really like big just, guys, anime, anime eyes, and anime boobs. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll I'll make them look beautiful, and and I'll make them look like you know sexy and stuff. But the I draw the line at like anything weird, anime type of stuff. I don't even I don't even touch that. I don't go there. I you see. know. <laughs> okay. Uh. All right, so uh, before, right before we wrap up the interview, I'm going to ask you a very random question. Uh, right. So pick a number between 1 to 8. 7. 7, okay. If your likeness could be imprinted in any card to date, which card would it be? Oh, Sun Titan, without a doubt. Sun Titan. So you want your face and your, your like... Uh, your likeness into the Sun Titan. So which one? The original Sun Titan or the promo Sun Titan? That's two. Absolutely 100% original Sun Titan because it's like this big Greek, like, you know, giant, like, handsome-looking warrior <laughs> guy. And and I think I fit that image. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely Sun Titan because I love that card. It's, like, been my favorite card. For a very long time, I, I I try to jam it into like any deck that it's legal in. It's just one of my favorite cards. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna end off the interview here. So uh, for one last time, like, where can people find you? Uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, web page. Yeah. So um, so we are Sunland Studios, like the card, like um, like the card. Uh, I forget what set it's from, like Planet Chaos, I think. I don't remember. Um, like the Sunlands, like the one mana Sunlands. One mana um, deals three damage to target attacking creature. Yeah, right? yep. like the white lightning bolt, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Land, so S U N L A N C E Studios, and we're on Instagram and Facebook. And I usually reply, or you know, somebody replies like within five minutes on Instagram, on Facebook. You can reach us like twenty four seven, pretty much. Um, 
we, yeah, we, we're always constantly like checking our media and all that stuff. Um, and, and, and we're always like constantly talking to people like everywhere, you know, like Hong Kong or, or India or like, I don't know, Texas, it's not very far, but you know what I mean? You know, all, all over, all over we've, we've got, we're, we're communicating with people. And, um, like I said, Instagram and Facebook, and you can email us or send us a direct message or a Facebook message or something like that. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's good. Uh, okay, so, uh, thank you, Jimmy, for being on the show. Thank uh, you so much for having me, Mick. Thank you so much. Oh, man, it's, it's our pleasure. I mean, we... Uh, we like it when guests come and you know just hang out with us because uh, we don't you know nobody listens to the show I'm very sure <laughs> <laughs> the metrics tell me otherwise but yeah nobody listens to the show I that's we're still the number one podcast coming out of Singapore anyway uh, so myself uh, for myself and for Jimmy we are signing off thank you. So that wraps up our episode this week. Thank you for listening. Remember, you've been listening to the Power 9 Podcast. Every week, you can find our episodes on power9podcast.com. You can find it on mtgcast.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you're on iTunes, please leave, leave us a nice review. Put some stars there. You could put one. It's okay. We don't mind. Nobody listens anyway. Uh... You can find us on facebook.com slash power9podcast. Uh, we put a lot of tweets there. We're making, we're making jokey jokey cards. Uh, I forgot to post up the last one. It's supposed to be a clash of feels. Uh, and it's the guy who's, you know, who's lie down, try not to cry, cry a lot. Uh, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at power9podcast. Uh, lots of interesting board states. Uh, lots of pretty pictures uh, sometimes about coffee who knows and you can find us on uh, you can find us on twitter at power9podcast the 9 is a number 9 so yeah that's it for this week so tune in next week we're gonna have a review for the we're gonna have more content not just the review uh, of the blessed versus curse so stay tuned for that uh, we're gonna try to do more videos in the future, so I hope you, you know, I hope you stick around. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. We'll advertise it more in next week's episode. Uh, so for myself and myself, and and Mr. Burns, uh, no, that's that's more of um, Duke Nukem. Hail to the king, baby. Uh, so for myself, I'm signing out. Ciao.